Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Get ready to ride along on our fall road tour powered by Toro, Jobber, Lawn Entrepreneur Academy, and Ballard Products. We are traveling the Midwest, talking with green industry leaders, discovering best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. And now, here's your hosts, Paul Jamison and Naylor Taliaferro. Hey, what's up, everybody? We're here in Jackson, Minnesota. It's actually the official kickoff to GIE, but it's postponed. So, Chot and I are having our own GIE uh, yeah. here in his headquarters in Jackson, Mississippi. No, Minnesota. Minnesota. All right. I've been all over the country. <laughs> yeah. It, it feels like Minnesota out there. Yeah. How many inches of snow did y'all get yesterday? We just got flurries. Yeah. Oh, up up flurries? north. Yeah. Up okay. north where Stan and yeah. Stan Genetics says is, is that. Uh-huh. They probably got three to five inches maybe. Yeah. I think they had like eight yeah. where I was in Iowa. Okay. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah. So okay. anyway, it's good to be here, Chaunt. I said your name correctly. Yes. Yes, all sir. Right. And I, I'm not even going to try the last name. Singvongsa. <laughs> Singbonsa. Yeah, yeah. Chant Singbonsa. Yeah. Welcome to the headquarter. Most people know you as Chant's Daily Hustle. Yeah, yeah. So you got quite the story to share, man. I know you got so many businesses and you're just like the definition of an entrepreneur, man. Your uh, journey we're going to hear about today. So tell us what was your first business you've ever started? I know we've got a lot first to talk business? about to that okay. today. But first, first, bus- first business I was getting started was a tattoo business. Okay. Because I was into tattooing. Okay. And I wasn't good at it, to be honest, but uh, I wanted to open up a shop and hire somebody. And it was my brother. Okay. And uh, yeah, we, I got, that was my first entrepreneur. Like how many years did that one last? That we, that didn't even launch. Okay. We, we got everything going, the business, you know, EIN number and all the stuff for the business insurance and all. Um, I I was depending on my brother. Okay. So that didn't happen. And then next thing you know, here I'm, I started lawn care. Okay. Because so, I figured out how to start a business. Yeah. Right? So the the intrigue of, I got EIN, I'm yeah. a business owner, that kind of got you sparked up. And so you started yeah. lawn care. Where yeah. in the world, I, I drove over here from Iowa. I'm like, where's Chaunt's customers, man? All I saw was a cornfield. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got 3,200 people. That's about it here. Okay. Small, small town, you know. Okay. So, so you started cutting grass? Yeah. So um, I've, I worked in the factory. Okay. Factory. I was working full time in a factory, okay. you know, um, from not nine to five, and so I, we bought a house. Amy and I bought a house. Uh-huh. Next thing you know, we um, needed a lawnmower to cut our cut the lawn at our house. Uh-huh. And at that time, you know, I did, I couldn't I couldn't even afford because we were bootstrapping it, man. We were just trying to pay the house bill. Right. And so I went to Sears, man. I went to Sears and 
got a card, you know, $250 card, Sears card, yeah. bought a Craftsman's more. Just a Pushmore. Pushmore, yeah, okay. Pushmore with a bagger, man. I was so excited. Yeah. And next thing you know, I had to figure out how to pay for that more, you know. It was, it was, the payment wasn't much, but, you know, when you, at the time, we didn't have much money. Yeah. And so then... Um, I was still working full time and I was, I knocked around the neighborhood, you know, about 20, 25 people. One old man said, Hey, take care of our lawn for 30 bucks, you know, okay. a week. And I did. And so it, you know, no weed eater, no blower. No, you just, you're just, just mowing. Yes. Just mowing, man. At that time, just to push more. Next yeah. thing you know, I had to get a weed eater. You know, I went to Walmart, got them Poland or the, I don't know what brand, I don't know, Poland or Poland or something <laughs> yeah, I don't like know. that. Yeah. Just picked up a cheap weed eater next thing you know here i am picking up more accounts yeah so did were you putting this in a vehicle or were you walking over to his house how are you getting there um i i actually bought a truck okay so i i my mind before the mower or after after the mower okay after the mower so at that time i was just walking he was just right you know not across the street but over so you literally street. walked to your yes. first customer's first house. Customer's house, yeah. Okay. And then, no blower, no weed. You just walk yeah. with the craftsman mower, yeah. cut his grass. He'd give you thirty bucks cash or yep. check. Uh, check. Okay. And check. there's no there's no uh, landscaping EIN. No, official. There was this nothing. is under the table. Yeah. Thirty bucks check. There was nothing. Made payable to you. Yes. Okay. And you know, yeah. That so was then, it. what was the second customer? Second customer, um, I think it was another neighbor. Uh, on the same block yeah and actually it was an older lady on that same block across the street and we were doing fall cleanup or i was doing fall cleanup at my house and i i was just gonna go help this old lady out right yeah just to help her i didn't want any money or nothing Mm -hmm. and next thing you know i bagged her leaves and stuff and took it out to the dump i come back she goes you want you want a job i said sure she sends me out to her son's house it's like four acres right uh-huh. it's a farmhouse uh-huh. and with my push mower she oh goes, my gosh <laughs> with goes, a 21 yes, inch mower yes, four the, acres it, it took me three three days oh to my bag gosh that. she took me out there and she introduced me to her son son and said here's a gentleman that would like some work and you know he'll do your leaf cleanup four acres with a 21 inch oh, craftsman it took forever <laughs> <laughs> Guys are laughing so hard right now, Chad. We talk about efficiency, and uh, this is bringing back memories, That's man. That's just trying to make up. No, I understand. It was a couple hundred bucks, you know. Yeah. It was for three days for a few hundred bucks. So he gave, gave you 300 bucks? Yeah. It, was, it wasn't much, man. Yeah. It wasn't much. But I was happy because I was like, I'm making- That paid for your mower yeah, right there. It made me more money than I did work 40 hours, right? At wow. My, at my job. Yeah. What year was this? 2000, I believe, around- Seven or eight. Seven. What, what was going through your mind as you're push mowing four acres? Were you thinking there's got to be a more efficient yes. way? Or you're thinking I'm going to get paid or what? I mean, that's got to be <laughs> mentally taxing just the volume of work with only 21 inch. Yeah. Well, I was, I was kind of embarrassed, you know, for this to go there with the 21 inch and they let me do it. I was just happy that they let me do it. Where'd you put all the debris from the leaves? In, uh, in their cornfield. So, oh, okay. so they said, just dump dump it in our cornfield. We'll till it right over. And I did. So you do a couple passes. Yes. Bag would fill up. Oh, man. I'm not. I'm yeah. laughing with you because I I started my business out of a Honda Accord with, a, with a Murray mower from Walmart. Oh, well. No self-propel. Yeah. Did yours have self-propel? Yes. Okay. I'm pushing. Though. When I say push mower, I'm pushing yeah. it. Oh, That's yeah. why I got triceps. <laughs> 
from that mower. Well, yeah. All right. So, so thirty buck check from the the guy, the lady. She never paid you. You you were mm-hmm. charity work for yeah. her. Yeah. She, okay. And then she took you out to her um, son's, son's house. Yeah. He paid you three hundred or two hundred. Yeah, about three hundred some bucks. Okay. Know? And that you're thinking, dude, come on. Yeah. I go. There's got to be more money. But I I didn't realize that. Like I'm thinking that's more money than what I make forty hours. Yeah. Right for the three days. And right. so I was just excited. Yeah, and so you're grossing a hundred a day. Yeah, push mowing. Yeah, and you're thinking I, I could There's replace more. this. Yeah, we're gonna hear more of Chant's story coming right up. Hey friends, Paul here, and we want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Jobber. From the quote request to the moment you are paid, Jobber brings everything together to make the entire job and customer experience seamless. Jobber makes it easy to get more work through online booking and quoting. To get started, just head over to GetJobber.com to start your free 14-day trial. From start to finish, Toro has you covered with an all-new professional lineup. Check out the Z-Master 4000 zero-turn mower equipped with Horizon 360. There's also a new Z-Master 2000, grandstand multi-force attachments for every season, and a new 21-inch 60-volt heavy-duty walk mower. For more information, go to toro.com slash professional. Toro.com slash professional. Are you ready for GIE Plus Expo? Yes, GIE Plus Expo is coming to you now. It's GIEExpo2Go.com, your new online connection to hundreds of new products, industry resources, and solutions to help you grow your business. GIE Expo to Go is packed with your favorite exhibitors' latest innovations, demo videos, event links, and more. Plus, you can set up your own My2Go show planner to gain exclusive access to show specials and discounts. Test Jet is all free. So what are you waiting for? Go to GIE GIEExpo2Go.com and start exploring today. And now back to the Green Industry Podcast Fall Road Tour with everyone's favorite joker, Paul Jameson. All right, and we are back here in Jackson, Minnesota with Chance Daily Hustle. He got started with a Craftsman 21-inch mower cutting, what was the guy's name? <sighs> Couldn't remember his name. We'll call him Rick mowing Rick's yard <laughs> for thirty bucks. Oh, Al, 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 Al. Al. <laughs> there you go. Al's yard thirty bucks. The neighbor comes out and says, "Can you do mine? You do it for free." Mm-hmm. So second customer for free. She refers you to her son. You mow his yard for over three hundred dollars, and yep. your mind is racing because you made more in a day mowing than you did at your strenuous job. And you're yeah. the boss when you're mowing. Yes. So what was the next step? Next step was the mowing out of that uh, farm, uh, the acreage. He asked me if you I did landscaping. Well, I said yeah. If <laughs> you did it, but you said yeah, yes. Yeah, I said yes, and that led to my biggest project that uh, we ever did my first uh i think it was 12 or thirteen thousand dollar project it was a lot of work so you went from a thirty dollars to three hundred to twelve thousand yes yes by your third but job that, but that twelve thousand should have been thirty if i was to do it right right we <laughs> hey we, we all been there man so where'd you even pull twelve thousand dollars from what did you do for the landscaping yeah we did pavers we did edging we oh, did rock man. dude I, I had to figure this this out and I practiced at my house. Yeah. So I would spend days and nights while I'm not working on my full-time job, working at what, 
you know, trying it out at our house. Where did you come up with the money for the supplies? And did he give you a yep, down, down payment? payment. Okay. Yes. How did you I, figure I out how to do that? I mean, if you're just need, starting as a because rookie. Because I didn't, I didn't have no money. So then I just had, I said, you know, give me 20, 20% or just to cover the material. Yeah. You know. Where did you pull the twelve thousand? Did you have someone coaching you, helping you? This no. is before Stan Genetic and and YouTube, yeah. and you could watch. Was, You're just figuring it out. Yeah, we just I just asked because I couldn't go to the bank. You know, the bank wouldn't give me anything. I didn't have nothing. You know, to reference or credit. Yeah, so you he gives you some money up front. Yep. You go and buy materials. Yep. And does he know you don't know what you're doing or you're just no. kind of bluffing? Just just going, man. Yeah. Just going as I was learn, learning. I knew how to edge. I knew how to put edgers in mm-hmm. and fabric, river rock, mm-hmm. you know, and then I we did our first 10 by 10 patio at home. So okay. I knew a little bit. Yeah. You know. So how so how did it turn out? Um he paid you $12,000 and did you do all the labor by yourself? I I hired my brother. Okay. I hired my brother. So by the time you paid your brother and the materials, if you're telling me you should have charged 30, yeah. was it pretty much a wash or you it, lose money? It or? was it was like a learning paid to get, <laughs> you know, just like school. <laughs> yeah, it was school. So we didn't make much money, to be honest. Yeah. I didn't make much money. And it how was, many hours uh, did you put into the job or days? That was, I bet you, that was about two weeks, man. Okay. Two weeks. Yeah, because I had a full-time job. You know, and then we did that on Saturdays and Sundays. So that was, so we go from a $30 cut free, the lady Mm -hmm. for free, $300 lawn. Now you do a $12,000 job and you just learn. I mean, this is a learning experience because now you would have charged 30 grand. You've probably been in and out. Boom, boom, boom. So where did the business go from there? From there, um, I quit. I made the jump in 2009 to quit my full-time job and I was working well, at that time, I was working a full-time job and a part-time job, plus landscaping and lawn care. So I was working out with my mentor um, at that time, and I saw the the potential of me being a bo- owner, business uh-huh. owner. And I worked out there with him, and next thing you know, I, I told him, I said, I'm going to go and start my lawn care and landscaping, because I was doing that side hustle yeah. before I worked with him. Yeah. In hindsight, do you think it was the right time? Was it premature? Was it too late? How, how do you think the transition went from from leaving the the security of a forty hour yes. a week job to going full time working for yourself? It to me, I I knew that I had enough mowing accounts mm-hmm. um, to cover my bills at home, uh-huh. but I was taking the risk of I didn't have insurance or anything. Mm-hmm. I was just making enough to to make as much I was at the full-time job. Yeah. And so I made that transition. I took out all my 401k. That was a little extra money that I would have to help us if it didn't, we didn't have any more money. Yeah. What was your wife on board? Was she nervous? Was she, she was nervous, man. She, well, she was working there full-time too, but she quit there and started her daycare business before I did. Okay. Before I went full-time. So she was working at home doing daycare. Okay. And she, yeah, she was, we were like, how are we going to do this? I, yeah. I just jumped in. And what, what year was this when you made the jump? 2009. Okay. 2009. So the economy then was kind of rough too. Yes. 2008, 2009. It was, yeah. And you're full-time in business. So what yeah. happened then? Yeah. I just had to get creative, man. Besides mowing, I said, okay, what can, what else can I do? Can I clean your gutter? Can I do so, like anything that we could do besides mowing lawns? You know, I would upsell. Yeah. So were you mainly getting your mowing customer and then upselling any enhancement you could, or were you marketing to the 
to the 3,200 people here? There was no marketing at that time. You know, I, I didn't have the money to market or anything. I was just going, just taking business as word of mouth at Mm -hmm. that time. And yeah, from there, it just spiraled to just making work. And then at what point did uh, social media influence you? And at what point did you enter into social media as an influencer? 2015, man, 2015, I got bored. I was doing landscaping and then I had a laundromat here. We bought a laundromat because we outgrew our landscaping business at home. And so we, I didn't want the laundromat, but I wanted the shed next to it. Okay. The building. The building. Yeah. And we didn't, like I said, we were tight and strapped for money and stuff at that time too. And I told Amy, I said, I, let's buy this building. It's a hundred... Uh, it was it was listed at like two hundred fifty thousand at that time, and next thing you know, we somehow found made made it work. Okay, so you got this big building, this whole property here. Yep, where where we're standing at right now. But it actually, man, look at that it's snowing. It's snowing. Yeah, I, I was <laughs> my crazy. neighbors were messaging me yesterday at the swimming pool, sunbathing, saying, "How is it going up <laughs> yeah. there, Paul?" It's snowing. Actually, I really like the people in Iowa, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. The weather's just too cold <laughs> for me, dude. So you um, buy this facility with a place to store your landscaping business out of, but it also came with washers and dryers and a yeah. laundromat. So what happened next? I had to learn how to operate a you know, laundromat. And I had to learn quick, man. I didn't know how to fix anything. I, don't, I didn't know So anything. instead of gutting everything and just using the building, you thought we'll try to produce some yes, revenue produce from revenue. the washers and dryers. Yes. So I said, okay, if, if this place, cause we looked at all the numbers and stuff. I said, if this place can pay for itself and I can run my landscaping business, I said, it's good. So for eight years we ran the laundromat business and then I finally sold sold the equipment and remodeled and gutted it and turned it into our daily hustle headquarter. Yeah. You know? Wow. Well, coming up, we're going to hear about the Daily Hustle brand and uh, how all that got started. How you doing? Marty here, Mr. Producer, and I've been so impressed with everyone that Paul has interviewed so far on the Fall Road Tour. You guys really do know what it takes to hustle, to grind out a better future for your families. Kudos to you. Quick reminder, now's the time to grab the rate increase letter over at greenindustrypodcast.com. The $25 cost will pay for itself generally with one client, and the success rate still holding up around 90%. So if you need to be charging more in 2021, and we all do, well, grab that letter today. I'm also happy to report that the promo code FALLTOUR which saves you 10% at ballard-inc.com is still in effect for a few more days. Ballard Innovative Products is a full line of gear for the lawn and landscape professional. From mower gear, safety gear, trailer racks, equipment securement, equipment servicing tools, aerators, mower blades, and much more to make you efficient, effective, safe, and profitable in the field. Be sure to check out the Catch Pro Aluminum Bagger and the Ballard Blades and X-Blade combination to dominate this fall. With over 20 years of selling accessories and 30 years in the business, we're sure we've got something you can't live without. Use coupon code FALLTOUR at ballard-inc.com to save 10% off anything on the website during the month of October. That's ballard-inc.com, promo code FALLTOUR, and the link will be in the show description. 
You know, it sure would be nice to take our marketing and branding to the next level. Everyone always seems to have the best marketing materials, the best business cards, the best postcards. If I wasn't so busy mowing lawns all day, I'd probably have some cool designs too. I mean, where do people find the time to do all this stuff? I know I need to get new customers, and I know what I need to do. I just don't have the time to do it. I wish there was a better way. Hey guys, we wanted to make you aware of a brand new program that's now available for you guys exclusively at the LaundrepreneurAcademy.com. Brian has now made available a brand new program, which includes four downloadable postcards designed to help you guys grow your business. Four unique theme postcard templates are now available for you in a plug and play fashion. Simply add your company name, company logo, and phone number, and you're ready to rock and roll. These four designs are great for any lawn and landscaping business owner looking to take their marketing to the the next level. The training program contains a spring, summer, fall, and winter theme postcard. They're $75 each, or purchase all four for $249, a $50 savings. Take the stress and hassle out of trying to design your own templates and postcards, and use these to quickly grow your business. Get them printed with Brian's preferred vendor, or take the design to your local shop to have them printed up. But now you have four designs that are ready to go help you immediately take your marketing and advertising to the next level. Now available exclusively at LaunchpreneurAcademy.com. Thank you to Jobber, Launchpreneur Academy, Ballard Products, and Toro for sponsoring the Green Industry Podcast 2020 Fall Road Tour. All right, we're back here in Minnesota. Is that yep. the nickname? Yeah, and it's is. literally snowing. It's snowing. On uh, which would have been the GIE Expo uh, Wednesday day of the, you know, kind of kickoff to the to the show. It got postponed to next year. So I'm out here on the road with Naylor, and uh, he actually went back to Virginia. So I'm roll, rolling solo today here at Chance uh, facility where there are no laundromat um, washers and dryers anymore. It's a it's a big um, store, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, that represents your Chaunce Daily Hustle brand. So walk us through the story of how you started Chaunce Daily Hustle and why you decided to to sell this business, right. the laundromat business, and go all in on um, your landscaping business and Chaunce Daily Hustle brand. So in 2015, I got, I got bored with just doing the daily grind, right? The landscaping and all. Mm-hmm. And I was watching YouTube. Who that's, are you watching? What, uh <laughs> Oh, what's uh, Keith? Keith Kalfas. Yes, I saw him, and I was like watching this dude. Man, this dude, he's sharing his story, he's sharing his life and stuff to people. And I was like, man, I go, I should try this. So I did, and I was hooked. And next thing you know, I was running with it. I was enjoying showing people what we did uh, with the landscaping. I business. remember your first videos because you would come in and you'd open yeah. the laundry mat, and so the laundry mat was. You're just showing this is my daily life. Yeah. And laundromat was part of it. And then you're out there on the bobcat mower and you're mowing. Yeah. And you're doing, and I see you in a skid steer. And I mean, you're all over the place. And then when did the audience, you start getting traction? Um, you know, people started watching yeah. and you're like, okay. Right. So took I was daily vlogging two years into the YouTube thing mm-hmm. and wasn't much views or anything, but I, I just wanted consistent. to. Put, yeah. I just, I very consistent and I just wanted to put stuff out there. And yeah, after two years, it just, you know, we started gaining traction. Before it kind of took off and it was the the lower viewership. M- mentally, how was that? How did you not give up? Because I know so many people are like, oh, I want to start right. podcasting. They all oh, want to start YouTube. Or I want to start Instagram. And they'll start and it flops mm-hmm. in the sense it doesn't get 
views and then like i could quit yeah and you didn't quit you Mm -hmm. just kept with it 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 and then all of a sudden it popped open now you know i see you at gie every year and there's a there's a Mm -hmm. crowd around you people wanting to get your um merch and and shake your hand and so but that wasn't always the case so how did you persistent consistently go for it chant and not quit when the numbers weren't there yet I was, I just enjoy creating, man. Mm-hmm. I, I was always into video production. Mm-hmm. I was al- always wanting to make music videos and stuff like yeah. that. I can't sing. I can't rap. I couldn't find anybody else to produce except me. Yeah. So then you get that opportunity to produce what you want to produce. Yeah. And next thing you know, even though I had like a hundred views, if I can get another video up and if I get a hundred one views, there's that one person that yeah. maybe I got an eye that's watching again. So yeah. no matter what, if I get one person to watch or one subscriber, it's growing. Mm-hmm. And that's that's all that mattered, you mm-hmm. know, to me. Have you is anyone around Jackson now that they know you as trying to daily hustle like I, you're around the gas station or whatever and someone's like, Oh, I watch you on YouTube. I, I think the you know, the the town thirty two hundred is a small community and I'm sure everybody knows <laughs> what we do. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's really cool. And so, what happened uh, to the lawn care business as you got the laundromat, you got the social media? How in the world it's like a juggling act? How yeah. do you um, manage it all? So then we went from like four days mowing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went down to one day mowing, mm-hmm. and then we're doing the landscaping. So we're focusing on landscaping, mm-hmm. and now the daily hustle. My wife runs it, mm-hmm. so she runs it, and I've got another guy. I'm not a big company. I'm not a very big company, but we do big projects. Mm-hmm. And, you know. So you do hardscaping yeah. and landscaping. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you got a, a training coming up in December? Tell yes. me about that. So we got a hardscape training um, December 10th to the 12th, and it's 50 people. We're limiting 50 tickets. Uh-huh. And me and Cruz from Chicago Brick Paving, mm-hmm. we're putting that on. And, yeah, we're just teaching people how to make more money and get more skills. Yeah. So w- when it comes to the skills, what exactly will you be teaching? We will be teaching um, the paver installation, okay. wall the insulation, the process of it. Yep. Retaining the basic. Walls. Yep. We'll start with the basic, um, what you need to do, and then hopefully um, retaining wall. And then this new modern look landscaping that Cruz is doing in Chicago. Mm. It's like a California look. We're bringing it to the Midwest. Mm. And so we got the designer that he works with. He'll be here talking about that, how to sell, how to design, all of this stuff. So it's going to be in Jackson, Minnesota. Yep, Jackson, Minnesota. Okay. Yep. And guys that listen to my show, they know all the time I talk about the profit margins and hardscaping. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you found that real quickly that if you mow a lawn for $30, mm-hmm. by the time you pay, well, originally you weren't paying uh, general liability right. and and your vehicle commercial insurance. I mean, the list goes on and on and on over the overhead, but that basically sucks up your $30 yeah. cut real fast. Yeah. <laughs> Plus all your time to go do it. But when you get into these big hardscaping jobs, you know, the material costs a lot and you already got your yeah. regular overhead, but these are 10, 15, yeah. $20,000 ticket jobs, high, high ticket priced mm-hmm. jobs like Keith Kalfas teaches. That's where the money is, but mm-hmm. it's, it's a low entry to, to mow. Yes. Anyone can mow. Yep. But 
not everyone can go successfully build a retaining wall. It doesn't yes. show up in the news five years later yeah. when it crumbles. <laughs> it, it takes skills. Yeah. You get, you got to learn, learn the skills and learn, you know, have the knowledge. And it's a huge risk. There's a gigantic retaining wall in, um, what city is that? Right outside of Alpharetta. For those of you who live in Atlanta, you know what I'm talking about. Over in Johns Creek, Alpharetta area, gigantic, mm -hmm. gigantic retaining wall. And this thing crumbled. Yeah. And I can't imagine, you know, so someone got in trouble yeah. <laughs> along the way. So it is high risk. Yes. And you're dealing with, you know, people are picky about their backyard. When they start spending all that money, you yes. got to do a good job. So I appreciate you, tra you training uh, these guys because you were getting started, you didn't know what you're doing, Yeah, you know, yeah. And, and we didn't have all this out there. And so you two really started taking off in 2009. It was like, mm -hmm. no one knew what they're doing yes. <laughs> unless you went to school yes. for it. But now you can, without going to the university, which there's nothing mm -hmm. wrong with that. I personally go to yeah. Georgia university for classes, but you can get a training through something really specific like yes. this. Yes. Yep. You can so. train, you can train and go to, you know, do like our events, focus on what you really want to focus on. Yeah. You know? You don't have to take speech class or, you know. Yeah. Stuff so like that. tell us about uh, the laundromat. What was your business rationale to close her down? The, I had the opportunity to buy a embroidery shop here downtown in Jackson. Mm -hmm. Well, before, before that happened, I, I was making merch, daily hustle merch out yeah. of, out of this little office we're in right now. Mm -hmm. And so I bought an embroidery machine for 12000 which I never knew how to run, mm -hmm. but I said, I'm going to figure it out. So we, I figured out how to run an embroidery machine. Next thing you know, we're making merch. And this lady knew I was making, already knew how to run an embroidery machine. She comes over. She says, hey, you want to buy my business? I said, okay, I can I'll take a look at it. And next thing you know, we bought it. And we expanded the Daily Hustle. And we outgrew the downtown shop. Mm -hmm. And I was looking for a facility to grow our Daily Hustle mm -hmm. embroidery. So the the Daily Hustle merch, that's where YouTube fans wanting to support your channel. Yes. So they bought, merch, they bought merch and then you kind of merged it all together. Yep. So you have, other than your um, people that watch you on YouTube and Instagram are buying it, mm -hmm. do you produce um, shirts and, and merch for other companies or yes. just your, your brand? Nope. We do for anybody else. Like right now, we're working with Snow Wolf. Snow okay. Wolf, you know, Jobber. We just did Jobbers. Yeah, you, you know? sent me some shirts. Yeah. Jobber sent me Jobber. some shirts, and I was like, well, the package said Chance Daily Hustle. It's like, ah, Chance sent me something. Yeah. And I opened it, and I realized it was killing two birds with one stone because yeah. it was the Jobber shirts, but you right. made them for them. Yeah. Yep. So we, we do for everybody. Have but, you had anyone from the lawn care landscape community reach out to you yep. to make anything? Oh yeah. Lawn care rookie, you know, we oh, did Naylor. Some, Naylor, we did some of his hats, the rookie okay. for life and stuff, yeah. you know, and we sent some stuff to Blake, you know, B and B. Okay. I think, oh, we did some for K Corey Ballard. Okay. I was hats. just, I was just hanging out with all three of those guys. Yeah. So we did, there's a few of them out there. Yeah. Okay, cool. So the laundromat, I, I think we got a little, um, I got a little confused in the story with you got the embroidery, but the laundromat was still here. Correct? Yes. So yes. when did that kind of take over? So that's when, um, I think last, last year, early last year in January, okay. we bought the lawn or no, we bought the, uh, embroider shop. Okay. In three months we outgrew because of our online support. Oh, we okay. outgrew that little shop downtown. Yeah. And they kept us afloat. The, okay. the community, the lawn care landscaping community kept us afloat. Wow. 
and we outgrew that and we came in here because we didn't know okay. how we were going to because it 90 percent of our work are uh-huh. comes from everybody on the in the community yeah lawn care landscaping yeah it's an incredible community so you, oh, yeah. you sold the washers you sold the dryers mm-hmm. And now you got your shop out there, and then we're in like a really. I'm a gearhead. I see all. I mean, I see cameras, yeah. you know, computers, lights, cameras, action. I mean, this is awesome, man. I want to build something like this in Atlanta, mm-hmm. uh, where you. I'm assuming in here you do a lot of filming. Yep, we do weddings. Well, the Daily Hustle not only does embroidery and stuff. Yeah, our, we got Daily Hustle Media. I'm gonna need a Marty. You listening back in the studio? We're gonna need like a graph and some charts, <laughs> like I went from tattoos, landscaping. Yeah. Laundromat, embroidery. I mean, everyone's laughing because we're all entrepreneurs and it happens to all of us. Our brain just doesn't. If you get an idea, you're like, oh, well, I I could start this. Mm -hmm. I could start that. And uh, my struggle, Chaunt, is I bite off more than I can chew. And then I, like, if I got too much going on, I don't do any of it great. So I just got to be like, okay, I'm going to do the podcast and try to do that as excellent as I can. It's so hard because I've got all these other ideas. So sorry to cut you off. No, no. I'm just trying to track with all this. So you threw weddings at me. Now I'm like, I'm I'm trying to process all this. Where'd weddings come from? Well, the wedding is, I I had a photography business. I shut that down. Got it. I already knew how to do weddings, shoots Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I shut that down and we now are focused on videography for weddings and marketing business, Mm -hmm. all of that. So on our weekend, like my weekends, I'd shoot weddings for a few thousand bucks for wedding gigs. Yeah. And that's extra money and yeah. it can go to my gear. Okay. Like it, it's almost like I'm working toward, I'm making money from one place to help me grow the next, you know, yeah. whatever. But, I want to but grow. the cameras, the filming, I mean, that is, that seems like that's your main passion. You, yes. you love, and it's interesting as I chat with Keith Kalfas, uh, Kevin Fall River, yourself, all three, mm-hmm. you said the same thing. Back when you were in high school, you just wanted to make videos. You were the guy with the video camera that was plotting and scheming and thinking about how can I make a video. And Mm -hmm. that resonates with me because when I was a little kid, we had this big like VHS Mm -hmm. cam. It was called a camcorder. And I think you actually put the VHS in it and it would be all heavy and stuff. And I'd walk around with the neighbor kids and I'd like create a movie I'm like all right now you're gonna do this to this person and then this is gonna happen and yeah. and there was no editing over there might have been but i know how to do it so once i hit record it had to be perfect and then it had to all match up and right. uh so anyway i i can relate to that because it's like yeah this was before youtube but we had the desire in our hearts mm-hmm. and uh, now that we actually have a way to share our, our videos with the world right and it's crazy that people you know at gie from all over the country come up to you and say hey watch your videos mm-hmm yeah. How's that make you feel? Because you can put, it feels, it's weird. To be honest, I, it's still not normal. It's, 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 I shouldn't say it's weird. It's different, you know, yeah. just, just to have, to be on that side, people looking up to you and stuff. So. Yeah. And all started with Keith Kalfas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> watching him. Who else did you watch in those early days? Because it recommends when you watch him, yeah. it recommends Stanley, Dirt yep, Monkey. It, it recommends Dirt Monkey. Third monkey, BB, Blake, Blake. and Naylor. Naylor wasn't that big then too, but I watched him. Long care rookie. Long care rookie. Early days. Early days. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So those were the main people. Yeah. It was a, it was a special community back then. It still is, but it was like, we all, there's only a few of us. So we all knew who each other was. Right Now it's like, you know, yeah. all these people just like pop up and the next mm-hmm. thing you know, they, I'm pro cut lawn care. Yeah. I just interviewed uh, Cody and Courtney Brooks. Okay. He started his channel in January 
and he's at 50,000 subscribers in, wow. in six or seven months. You know it's what I mean? It's crazy. And yeah. um, it's just crazy. I, I was mm -hmm. with Greg Chisholm. Did you ever watch him, Geek the Freak? Yeah, yeah. I've seen a few of his videos, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. so he he uh, had a, a, a great run in another genre. He made videos about toys right? Uh, after he did his lawn care videos that blew up. So. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So what's what's um, behind me here? Is this where you do photo yep, shoots? For... That's where we do photo shoots for our uh, daily hustle okay, you know, for gear. The product gear. Yep, product gear and stuff. So we shoot everything in house. Awesome. And so we, it's almost like controlling everything that we we do in house. You know. Mm -hmm. So are you uh, kind of the quarterback over the landscaping company, the media, photography, wedding mm -hmm. company, and the um, merch? Yeah. Embroidery company. You kind of just have your hand in all three of them. Yes. Okay. I just oversee like the embroidery right now, the three gals in there. Yeah. Uh, my wife and Emily and Ashley, they're in there. They're, we've got a system. We So they're, they work there Monday yep. through Friday Monday pretty through much? Monday through Friday, yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then I hear you on the phone, people calling about landscaping situations. So you're vetting those calls doing sales or you're yeah. actually sales, in the field doing the I'm, labor this year i'm actually out in the field doing the labor as well okay. because of all that you know uh, corona stuff yeah. hit i was forced to go out in the field i okay. did it you know to keep the business afloat yeah i wasn't afraid to do whatever yeah so i did and then now i've got i've hired uh, my right hand man michael back okay so he's out right now um we're in 35 degree snow oh he yeah he's moving <laughs> he's moving some uh our equipment up to our new shop so okay. that we just um got so okay yep. so you got you got three businesses yeah at the moment mm -hmm. what's next john i i don't know you know i want to really focus on this daily hustle brand mm -hmm. you know all the media all the embroidery all this that's related to daily hustle mm -hmm. i just want to take it to the next level i don't you know grow this the media like you know doing everything that's because everything ties together the daily yeah. hustle Oh yeah, so the YouTube, the YouTube, Instagram, yes. the podcasting, all all these um are just an incredible way to mm -hmm. communicate. Yeah, uh, but it takes so much hard work. People does. don't realize that unless you're in it. It, <laughs> it, it, yeah. it takes so much time, mm -hmm. and the people like Brian's lawn maintenance that you know are cranking out all these videos, yeah. they make it look so easy, but yeah. you have no idea behind oh, the scenes hours. the effort uh, to film, edit, publish, and yeah. so. Oh yeah. A video, you know, like for me, a YouTube video will take me, well, just three, four hours just to edit. Yeah. Well, you got to record and you got to film, you know, during those times. You do your editing over there. Is that yeah. your little setup? Yep. Yep. And so, yeah, eventually I want to fill this space with people that know how to edit and yeah. like have a production team. Yeah. That's what I'd love to do. But, That's awesome. Know, but, you know, it's always got to build a system and get the right people in. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you sharing your journey. Um, you're a true entrepreneur, Chant. It's it uh, definitely shows in all the businesses you start and sell. And uh, you know, it seems like you really found your niche with yeah. Chant's Daily Hustle and media. And I, I can just tell, just being here, it's like mm -hmm. I'm excited, man. This this kind of all these yeah. lights and, and cameras and setup, man. It's got me wanting to make oh, something yeah. like this in Atlanta. It's uh, We've talked about it for a while, building like a podcast studio. But yeah. uh, like you said, it takes it takes a lot of money. <laughs> it yeah, takes it a does. lot of um, you know, it, it takes a lot of um, planning and, yeah. and uh, people. But um, you've inspired me, man. I want to do something like this just yeah. in warmer weather. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Cool, it's man. Good.
Well, thank you for your time. Maybe we can go take a look at some of your equipment. And uh, yeah. I got to head over to Bloomington, Indiana. Okay. No, Bloomington, Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay. I don't know where I'm at. Dude. I was in <laughs> Kansas and I was sitting there on my Instagram story. I was like, hey, I'm here in Missouri. And my guest Britt was like, you're Kansas. Like, I'm Kansas. So cool, cool. I didn't even realize I'm next to South Dakota. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I was looking at the map and I was like, South Dakota. Right. I felt like that's like so far west, but I guess that's where I'm at. No, we're, I think we're about an hour, hour and a half away from South Dakota. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Well, he's Chance Daily Hustle. How can people best connect with you? Um, on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, you know, chancedailyhustle.com. Find uh, the gear and apparel there and And what information. about to uh, aspiring hardscapers and that hear this before December 10th, 2020? Yes. The event for tickets for our event is on chancedailyhustle.com. They can go there and find out all the information on that site. Okay. So it's three day Extensive training, yes. Jackson, Minnesota, $950. Yes. Does that cover the lodging? Or? Yep. Well, it doesn't cover the lodging. It covers food, breakfast, lunch, and you know, all beverage, the all the training. Yep. Awesome. It's going to be huge. Cool. Well, we appreciate you taking time out of your full schedule running three businesses for the Green Industry Podcast to stop by. And uh, I appreciate it. Thank you, Chaunt. Yep. Thank you for having me. Paul, I hate to say it, but I think your parents may have actually failed you. Uh, Most of us at least had a puzzle or a placemat with all 50 states so we could learn geography. I'm actually scared to start quizzing you on state capitals. I will say this about Paul, though. He knows his college football. He knows his Bible and all about LeBron James. Oh, the hours I've had to listen to him talk about the time he actually played a little pickup ball against LeBron. Plans are definitely in the works right now for a winter tour of Florida, most likely in February. If you have interest in being a part of that as a sponsor or a guest, drop us a DM at the Green Industry Podcast on IG or contact us through the Green Industry Podcast webpage. You have been listening to the Green Industry Podcast. Thanks again to Ballard Products, Entrepreneur Academy, Jobber, and Toro for powering our Midwest Fall Tour. Support our sponsors and check out their products as we have provided the links in today's show notes. And remember, use the promo code FALLTOUR when checking out at ballard-inc.com to save 10% and use the promo code PODCAST for 10% off at launtrepreneuracademy.com. And of course, don't forget to smash that subscribe button to stay up to date with future episodes as the tour rolls on.